0: Janice back here with another podcast episode and we are continuing with a series of how I found blank so if you haven't heard the last um, podcast that I did we talked about how I found Jesus so in that episode I talked about my story and testimony of how I became a Christian and how, how I started to follow Jesus and although I was raised in a Christian household and I was and still am, (laughs) a pastor's kid, I made the decision all by myself. And so if you haven't listened to that, you should go and listen to that um, episode because today's episode will be relating to that one as well. So in today's episode, we are continuing with the series, How I Found My Identity. So when we're talking about identity, I'm pretty sure that a lot of us struggle with this teenagers, kids, adults, a lot of us struggle with identity and finding our identity. What makes us unique? What makes us special? What makes you, you? And so in this episode, I'm just going to be telling you, not very long, my story or my experience of how I came to find my identity. So... Let's just go a few years back. A few years back, there was this phase in my life where I really, really loved to watch YouTube. And when I was watching YouTube, I found this amazing Christian YouTuber, which I really, really admire. And I start to admire this person so much that I wanted to be just like her. So you know what I did? Um, I would watch her videos almost every single day, and I would try to copy her personality. I would try to be just like her, I would even try to copy her hair, her clothes, her the way she talks and her body language. I would try to copy everything that makes her, her, and I would just try to change myself to make myself more like her because I really admire her. So that was my first sign <laughs> of identity crisis, I was in the process of trying to find myself and in the process what i did is i copied someone else and in my case it was this youtuber so that went on for a couple of months maybe even to a year but then i got tired of trying to copy this person because when you're pretending to be someone else it gets very tiring and you have to pay attention to every single thing that you're doing to make sure that you're doing the the right thing and so I got tired of copying this person and trying to change my personality that I stopped. And a few moments went by and I moved to Australia. And this was beginning of 2020 or late 2019. So it's not that that long ago. So after I stopped trying to copy people, I, I just, I think I... I was myself, but I, never, I I haven't really found my identity. So, when I moved to Australia, you know, when you move to a new and foreign country, it can be very, very hard because everything is new. The culture is new. The people have different, um, different conversation styles. And, you know, no one here. And I haven't had a church community yet. And even in Australia, the air... <laughs> feels different to Indonesia and so it was it took me a while to get used to and when I first moved to Australia I was genuinely so so excited I was so excited I thought to myself oh it's a new start it's a new chapter in my life it's gonna be so fun such a great adventure and I'm so ready to just try out new things meet new people and go to school and have so much fun and learn new things that's what I thought but I think I had what is called the culture shock I had no friends when I first came here no church community no one that I knew and so it was a very very hard and stressful couple of months so what happened was I got very anxious and stressed that i started to shut myself out from the whole world i was very distant from my school friends and i didn't do that much school activities i didn't join as much school activities and anytime we were going out it was probably only to eat to go to school or to go to church or any mandatory events that i had So that was my first couple months here in Australia. And it was very hard because I really felt like I lost myself here. And I started to become so, so homesick because I wanted to get back to Indonesia and be surrounded by the friends that I already knew since I was a little girl and go to the church community that I always know of and just eat Indonesian food. And yes, Australia actually have Indonesian restaurants, but it's still very different to what you can have in the original restaurants. So I really missed uh, my hometown's food and family and friends, community, and the activities that we do back home. So when I moved to Australia, I felt so lost. And that includes my identity. I felt like I lost my identity. I didn't know who I was. Because let me tell you, the first couple months that I was in Australia, I was not myself at all. I I used to be this social person. I really love, back in Indonesia, I really loved to go out with friends and family, and we would have a great time together. We would eat dinner together, and we would have amazing times together, and we would just have fellowship together and i would seriously love that so much those moments are very very fun and i love those moments but back in but but here in australia i just i didn't do any of those things it felt like i really lost all my social skills and i had no friends at all it was so hard for me to make friends the first time that i came here so i felt lost and then COVID happened. <laughs> COVID happened and we are stuck here in Australia because we were on a lockdown and I couldn't go back home. So I felt lost. COVID was everywhere and it was locked down and I couldn't go anywhere. So that was last year. And when school went online, In all honesty, I was very excited. (laughs) I was very excited because I didn't have to go to school or socialize anymore. Like I said, the first couple months in Australia was very hard and I felt like I just lost all my social skills and I was very distant. So when quarantine happened, I definitely had more free time at home because we weren't doing that much at home because we were on lockdown. And so I started to watch... YouTube again. Or I started to play on Instagram a little a little bit more. And I came across videos of people worshiping together, people having fellowship. I came across videos of people ministering to one another. And every time I came across those kind of videos, they always inspire me. And I thought, wow, I haven't been talking to God as much as I used to lately. I've been so caught up in all the stress of moving into a new place that I haven't even thought about God. Like, yes, I did read my Bible every day and I pray every day. But I just haven't been talking to him as much. And I feel like I haven't been having that relationship with him. And so I decided, you know what, this quarantine, I'm going to try and take some time to spend more time with Jesus and start worshipping again in my bedroom. Because if you haven't listened to the podcast, the episode that I did before, I talked about my first encounter with Jesus which happened in my bedroom one night in Indonesia and it changed my whole life. So what I did was try to go back to that moment. I tried to remind myself of what it felt like to worship in the privacy of my room and just spend time with Jesus. So I decided, you know what, I'm just going to go back to that. I'm going to get get this thing going. <laughs> I was going to start my um, journey again. And so that's what I did throughout quarantine and all the lockdown with all the stress going on. I decided that I was just going to spend more time with Jesus and talk to him more. I Not only did I start to worship, but every night before I go to bed, I would also just tell him about my day, what I'm feeling. Um, Have a conversation with Jesus and that's what I did and you know what? It Reminded me of my first love with Jesus I also notice some sort of pattern I Realize that I start to get confused about my identity when I'm far away from Jesus I get confused about who I am what my calling is when I'm far away from God And when I started to go back into worshiping and having that relationship with Jesus, it feels like everything started to fall into place. When I'm with Jesus, I've said this before, but it feels so amazing when His presence just fills the room. I can feel His love so greatly and I would feel so much joy that I started to get reminded of what happened with my first encounter with Jesus. In my last episode, I talked about my first encounter. I told you all that um, I felt so joyful, so confident, so happy. And I thought to myself, what happened to that Janice? What, What happened? I mean, I used to, when I first encountered Jesus, it felt like I found my purpose, my calling, I found who I am but where did all that go? and I realized that it all went away when I'm away from God. So I worshiped, I spend more time with Jesus and I realized the more that I do so, the more that I have a deeper relationship with him I get this assurance From him, telling me these words, I love you, you are favored, you are blessed, you are loved, you are saved, you are redeemed, you are made new, you are mine, I am yours. It's as if that assurance has been given to me, and that assurance gives me my identity and I start to find my identity in Jesus you know what else I used to do besides copying other people on YouTube (laughs) I used to put my identity in my talents and in the music that I play so I love singing and I I used to post covers on my Instagram and anytime I get a compliment for someone or a like on that Instagram I would take that as my identity I would put my identity in music so anytime someone gives me feedback about my singing or they say that my singing is bad I would get very very offended because I would feel like they're telling me your identity is bad your identity is corrupted just like your music so that's what I did I put my identity in music and the talents that God has given me but when I'm close to Jesus And I know his love and I feel his love. It's as if he's telling me, you are my child. Remember what I've called you to be. Remember your purpose. Remember who you are. Remember that first love you had with me. And so if you're one of those people that are struggling, just like I did with my identity, you didn't know who you are. You don't know what makes you unique. You don't know what purpose you have. And you, you don't know what makes you, you. Here's one thing that I can tell you. When you're close to God, your creator, you would start to know what he has called you to be. Because only our Creator can give us our identity and not the worldly things around us. So I hope that you do not find your identity and that in your talents, in your family, in your workplace, in your school, in your achievements. But I pray that you're going to find it in Jesus. And you're going to get the same assurance that I did. That he's telling you right now that you are his child. That he loves you so much. That that he has great plans for you. So you know what? If you're one of those people that struggles with identity, let me just pray over you right now. Dear Heavenly Father, I pray over everyone that is listening to this right now. I pray if they're struggling to find their identity. Lord, I pray that you opened our eyes, God. You make us see how much we mean to you. The plans that you have for us and the love that you feel for us. Lord, I pray that everyone here is not going to find their identity in what is around them or what the world tells them to be. But I pray that they would find their identity in you as a child of God, as a warrior, as the chosen one. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So that is all for this episode. I hope that this blessed you. And if you're struggling with identity, I hope that this has helped you as well. And you know what? I can't wait to meet you, meet you virtually meet you again on the next episodes. It's just going to get better from here, and we're still going to talk about the How I Found series. So that's all for today. I hope you have a great rest of your day.